Hello and welcome to this episode of Online Store Success with me, Jodie Minto. Today I am sharing with you five ways to still stay positive and profitable during tough economic times. I know you've seen the news, I'm you're fully aware that we are in a downturn at the moment with interest rates, ri- interest rates rising and cost of living increasing and I know it can feel really disheartening when you're a small business owner but I'm here to share with you five ways to kick that doom to the curb and what you can do instead. Let's get started. Hello, I'm your host, Jody Minto, and welcome to my podcast, Online Store Success. My mission is to help other emerging entrepreneurs crack the code for e-commerce success for a life of uncapped income, flexibility, and fun. I'm an award-winning seven-figure e-commerce fashion founder, a certified digital marketer, and business and life coach. I'm also a Prosecco-loving wife, mother of two teens, a Facebook ads nerd, and a crazy animal lover. I've been in business for over 20 years now, and during that time, I've helped hundreds of others start and scale their online e-commerce stores through my coaching programs. I love all things business and know firsthand how rewarding it is to have a career on your own terms, turning a passion into a profitable business and the freedom and flexibility that comes with it. Each week, I'm going to share with you the ups and downs of this crazy e-commerce journey that we call life and help you start that business of your dreams or help scale your existing online store. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of Online Store Success with me, Jodie Vinto. Today I'm chatting about five ways we can stay both positive and profitable in tough economic times. I know you've seen the news where it's all doom and gloom and, you know, interest rate rises every other week and cost of living crises and that people aren't spending money or shouldn't be spending any money. And I just want to stop that right now. Here's the thing, the doom and gloom headlines on the news get our attention, right? They hook us in versus the often feel-good stories or the more sort of vanilla, less triggering stories. So when something big is happening, that's all we're going to see on the news predominantly. 90% of our, our news feed on the TV, it's all going to be that doom and gloom. And I want you to stop. More on that in just a minute. Because I know people still are spending money. I'm in many Shopify and Facebook ad accounts and I can see how many sales are coming in day in, day out for things that some people consider luxury goods, unnecessary spending and just impulse buying and people are spending. So I want to reassure you that despite the news headlines clickbaiting us at every chance that they can, that we don't have to buy into it. And yes, while it's definitely tough for many people, there are a few ways, five in particular, I'm going to share with you today, that we can rise above it and both remain positive and in love and passionate with our business and also profitable in our business. So let's get started. Number one, I want you to look at your mindset. Now, I initially had bookmarked here to stay positive, but I know how wishy-washy and annoying that sounds. More specifically, I want you to adopt an abundance mindset rather than a poverty one. And that often is something that's ingrained 
in us from the very, very you know, early days of our childhood. However, as a business owner, we must stay positive because if we're not positive, what are we? We're going to be all doom and gloom and want to think you know, our business is doomed and that's not helpful. That's not helpful at all. So I want you to think about adopting an abundance mindset rather than a poverty one. And this doesn't mean just in regards to your own business. This also is in regards to how you look and view and spend money. If you are complaining about like everything's so expensive, everything's this, everything's that, that creates this sort of vortex of negativity around all things money, which then filters through all layers of your life, not just your business. So next time you say to yourself, whether it's in your head or out loud, you know, everything's so expensive or this is all just doomed, I want you to stop yourself and check in and say, is that really true? Is that really the case? Because like I said, people are spending. Also, more than 30% of Australians actually own their home outright. That's mortgage free, according to census results from 2021. So for around 30% of our population here in Australia, i.e. 30%, a lot of your potential customers are in that bracket, the interest rate hikes doesn't affect them in the slightest. In fact, if they have savings in the bank, good for them, they're in a better position because they're earning more interest on those savings. So don't let that hook you in. More than 30%, that's like one third of Australians own their home outright and they could be a big portion of your customers. So I just want you, like I said, to adopt that abundance mindset. Check in with yourself, check in with your money mindset, your talk around where you are at in your business, the money coming in, the money you're spending and even your day-to-day spending. If you focus on the, the, you know, every single little like expense and cost, that is not going to set you up in that positive mindset where you're like, you know what, this is the cost of doing business. Uh, So that's my number one thing around looking first and foremost at your mindset. And is there some work to be done? Now, I'm not a mindset coach. There's plenty of mindset coaches out there. There's plenty of books and reading on this. And I know, like I said, often our money stuff is often inherited from like our parents. Um, but maybe, you know, broadening your education around that and just tapping into it and asking questions like, why do I think and feel this way about money? Okay, so now for some practical ways to help with the pinch of perhaps rising costs in your business, you know, Australian US dollar fluctuations, things like that. So the first thing, apart from checking in with your mindset, I want you to do is then do a deep dive into your expenses for your business. Hopefully you have some sort of accounting software like Xero or something like that, or a very good spreadsheet. I want you to go back in time over the last three to six months, even 12 months, and audit where the money is going. Because there will no doubt be opportunities to save money and opportunities to increase sales. But when we're talking about saving dollars, we might look at things like cancelling subscriptions that you no longer use. I know I used to have a gazillion Shopify apps that were kind of laying dormant, but I was being charged 20 US dollars a month for them. Have a look, you know, in the fine detail around where there might be some leaky leaky taps uh, where money's flowing out of the business that you no longer need. This also might pose the question around if you have staff, do you need I know this is really difficult. Do you need all of those people? Are you getting a return on that? Or if the time that they're saving you, are you then bringing in dollars? Because often if you do have a team, 
that can be one of the biggest expenses and sometimes uh, it's not the most efficient way to spend your money. Sometimes if there's uh, people that are not perhaps the right person for the job or it's something that you can do quicker and easier in, in half the time, perhaps it's looking about bringing that back in-house to you. It also looks at things that you might be paying that you just for that you just don't necessarily like. And I know this is a big one I see is people pay quite a lot of money to an agency, say $1,500 and up a month for someone to manage their social media posts. So that's just your organic social media posts. And usually for that $1,500 up to $3,000 a month, you might just get a post a day and five stories. Now, I am going to challenge you here and ask you, how long would that take you to do that yourself? A lot of that time of that content, you've probably, it's probably been repurposed uh, and it's something that you can do yourself. I used to batch my social media. I never used to outsource my social media unless, unless I had someone on maternity leave or something like that. But even then I was like, this is stupid, Jody. This is, I think I was paying $3,000 a month for something that I could sit on my laptop with a glass of wine, watching Netflix on a Sunday night and doing a couple of hours myself, right? And instead of paying $3,000 to an agency, I could pay that to myself. So have a look at different things that you might be spending because they're tasks that you don't really like, but perhaps you're more than capable of doing them. It might just be looking at your schedule and blocking out some time to batch that task and get it done for the week ahead because that money you can pay yourself, right? It's the same with Facebook ads management. That's why I'm all about self uh, learning, teaching people how to DIY their ads because it's often a huge, huge cost, which you can actually do yourself. Okay, so my tip number three around rising above all of the noise and all of the, the crisis talk around us is that if sales have slowed down in your e-commerce business, I want you to take a look at any upcoming orders or manufacturing runs or collections that you might have in the pipelines and do a true assessment of whether or not you actually need that stock. Because here's the thing, Here's a really good exercise to do to see where you're currently sitting at a stock level point of view. I want you to do an assessment of how much stock you currently have on hand, both the cost value and the retail value, right? So you've got those two figures. Now, I want you to go and check your last three to six months of sales figures per month and see what that looks like. And then what you're going to do is divide the average monthly sales amount that you've been doing divided by that stock on hand retail value and see how many months worth of stock you're sitting on because this is something i see a lot where people are like i don't have enough stock i must keep getting more stock and i ask them to do this calculation and they will often say you know i've done i've got sixty thousand dollars worth of product right now we're doing ten thousand dollars worth of sales a month i'm like oh great you have six months worth of product where you don't need to order anything else you do not want to be holding on more than then like three three ideally is a good number but any more than that that stock is just sitting there costing you money probably in storage it's it's not you know it it's it's basically dead money. So even if you were to sell it at cost price or even half the current retail price, at least you're getting those dollars back in your business to go towards it. So if you were sitting on a lot of stock, I want you to pause ordering anything new and I want you to shift your marketing efforts to clearing that stock, whether you have to do a warehouse sale, whether you need to do a flash sale, whether you need to do a buy, um, buy spend and save kind of situation. 
we want to make sure that we're getting rid of the stock you already have rather than just keep adding more, adding more, adding more. Move away from the constant cycle of new. I know that's really hard if you're in fashion, but it does not serve you. And there is nothing worse than having all of that stock. And I know if you have all this stock that you cannot sell for years and years and years yourself and you take it to a, like a clearance auction or something like that, you'll get between probably 10 to 20 cents on the dollar of what the cost is. So you're better to try and sell it yourself, okay? Number four, I want you to nurture your existing customers. These folks already know and like you and they've signed up to your newsletter list, whether they've made a purchase or not. This is your warm audience and this is your lowest hanging fruit, so to speak. I want you to nurture those people, ask them to come back and make another sale, offer them some sort of incentive. These are your people that have already transacted or already opted into your business before and are most likely to come and buy from you again. The conversion rate for these folks is a lot higher than it would be for someone that has never uh, come to your store before. So whatever that looks like, you know, looking at, again, if you've got all lots and lots of existing stock, sending um, some, you know, creating some promotions to your existing warm audience. And it's a thank you, you know, for being on our list. We used to do this a lot in Island Co. Where it's like, thanks so much for being on our list. Here is a $50 gift voucher to use on your next purchase on orders over $150 in the next two weeks. And then we'd send a series of reminders about that offer about to expire. It's a great way to delight your customers but it's also a great way to bring in some cash and clear out some old stock. So tap into your existing audience and and try and have them come, you know, offer some sort of incentive to have them come back and buy from you. My number five tip, I mean, this, this could go on forever. We could talk about this for a week. There could be like 5,000 tips, but obviously for the sake of time, I'm keeping it short. These are my top level ones. Number five, which is I know was like a real money pit, is your subscription for your email marketing. Now, what do I mean by this? I'm not saying don't send any emails. I'm not saying cancel your account and go with someone cheaper, absolutely not. What I'm saying here is to do a list cleanup and manually unsubscribe any inactive contacts because they will be increasing your monthly subscription. If you use a system like Clavio, which is my favorite for e-commerce businesses, my monthly fee was based on the number of subscribers, whether they were opening my emails or not, and how many emails I was sending a week. Now, I do not recommend reducing the number of emails that you send, but I do recommend going in and creating a segment of anyone that's inactive on your list. And a way you can do this is you create a segment, you might say, for example, has received, is one of the rules, has received an email in the last six months, but has not opened an email in the last six months. And if you use Clavio, you can also see uh, whether or not they've been active on your site. So you can then say, and has not been active on my site. Create a list, a segment of those folks, and then you can manually download it. And then you can and then manually upload it to your suppressed list. And that alone will help save you money, possibly 100 US dollars a month even, on your subscription. Once you've done that, once you've done that process and go in and check how many active subscribers you actually have 
and then go in and check your plan and see if you can reduce it based on your current active subscribers. And also this segment now you've set it up will just be keep ticking over in the background. So do this every month, go in and do a manual unsubscribe. You don't want these folks on there anyway, they're costing you money, they're not engaging with you in any way, shape or form. It's best to just say goodbye <laughs> with love and get rid of them. Okay, so I hope these five tips were helpful to you. I want you to remember that in business and in life, it's always going to be ebbs and flows. It's always ups and downs. It often feels like a roller coaster ride, and we have to learn to ride the wave, so to speak, and know that these tough times often make us reassess our businesses, uh, strip things back to basics, cut costs, and then this sets us up for more success when things pick up again. We don't have any extra hanging, you know, any leaky buckets where money's flowing out of our business. We're not paying for things we don't really need. We're not paying inflated costs for, for services that are nice to have. So doing this kind of exercise is really helpful. And just know, I mean, I, you know, for those that have been in business 10, 20 years, they've been through all of the recessions and things, and you just have to get savvy at riding the wave <laughs> in order to just, you know, get through the other side and know that good times are coming. You've totally got this. Do not give up on your business, despite what all the news and doom and gloom is going around you. And I hope this was helpful. If you'd like more training on how to scale your online store, I actually have a new free mini training, the two-step formula to scaling your online store sales. Check it out. I'll pop it in the link below and I will see you next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Online Store Success with me, Jodie Minto. If you loved it, please share it with your friends on Instagram and tag me at I am Jody Minto so I can say thank you. And if you really want to make my day, please go ahead and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and give me a follow. If you'd like my help in starting or scaling your online store, be sure to check out my free resources and programs at jodyminto.com. Thanks again and... Same time, same place next week. Bye for now.